Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Good morning, everybody. From my big show family to yours, thank you for listening. Your latest news, weather, sports coming up. Ah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> House and the official mascot for Mr. Runt Populist over at the Pizza Runt. That's just the tip of the iceberg. What's this? Note from John Boy? Keep it short. Son of a. We got it on, me and Tater. How about that? We only so ones found a parking place so far this morning, I know. huh? I know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, we're in here. Hey, just lock everybody out. I know. I know. Maybe they up to something. That parking is. That parking is a little different. <laughs> I have to say. All right. Well, let's go ahead and start looking at our national days. I'm sure All you'll right. be able to help me out on this Spanish Ayala Day. Well, maybe I'm wrong. No, you said it right. You know, is that right? So, uh, rice, Spanish. Uh-huh. I'm just figuring it's something to do with rice because them Spaniards eat some rice. Okay. Same thing they will. You and, had this the other day. Costa Rica. Oh, I did. They had it. They had it. Uh, they had it left over, and you oh, had tried man. it. It was in the fridge. How about that? They were like, "What's paella? Paella? And I was like, "No, it's paella." Yeah, if I knew the correct pronunciation, I might could have got some info on that thing. (laughs) You're not gonna make it. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, it was some kind of rice, some kind of chicken, and and something. I wasn't sure what it was in there. It, it, it looked like a little squid, but it didn't taste like oh. octopus. Oh, wait oh. a minute. That, mine didn't have any of that in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was good, whatever it was. Oh, okay. All right, Spanish paella day. All right, oh, good morning, by the way, Randy. Hi, good morning. Yes. Got started there. 
Uh, it's National Joe Day. All right. You know, my old buddy Joe, Joe Butler, just had his birthday last week. Remember the belated birthday? I mm-hmm. heard that. was talking about. So uh, that's his birthday. is March the 20th. And mine is eight days later. Hey, my birthday is tomorrow. <laughs> okay, you got to right. find out about it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing that. goes, Joe, yeah, about a week before, before mine. All right. Well, happy Joe Day, everybody named Joe. All right. And one more is National Scribble Day. This uh, inspires children to kindness through art, it says. So kindness each, each of us starts out as a little colorful, wrinkled-up human being. With eyes, nose, and sometimes a shock of hair, our personality develops as we go. Oh, it says we're a bit like a scribble. Oh. So try to explain that to the kids. No, because I want my kids to grow up normal. (laughs) All right. Well, just uh, have a happy Joe day then, all right? (laughs) Ain't about the X's and O's on Scribble. It's about the Jimmy's and the Joe's. Looking for a way to... Work that in. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, there you go. We got three days in history saved up. Those will be very important. We're going to get you ready for outbursts in that first prize packet because the Big Show is on the radio. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. First prize pack today, trophy tree stands package. We got a cool tumbler, hat, lanyard, and koozie. Trophy tree stands. I mean, trophy tree stands. <laughs> uh, Rock-solid ladder stands. Integrated jaw safety systems. Pod stands and fixed positions. Safety and value. Trophy tree stands. Go to thebigshow.com. Click on the trophy tree stands banner. Enter code JBB at checkout. Get you 20% off. Also, a copy of the whole truth about spring turkey hunting, according to Cuz, right here at turkey season. We got you covered. So let's look at our three dates in history where we'll get our categories. March 27th, 1999. Bill Minty of Bridgeport, Connecticut, boiled 6,000 eggs for his neighborhood Easter egg hunt in 10 minutes. Wow. Let's see what old Bill did. He boiled the eggs inside a mesh bag in a large washing machine at his dry cleaning shop. Wow. That's a lot of work. He perfected the technique over the years. Mm. Don't they get banged around? (laughs) You would think so. Well, if it's running, yeah. All right. Go, (laughs) Mr. Minty. Let's move up to 01. Twelve days before his 88th birthday, Barry Thomas became the oldest bowler in America to roll a perfect 300 game. Thomas said he probably couldn't have done it if he let himself get nervous. Let it go. Age works. Mm -hmm. Finally, on this date, no two, singer Lyle Lovett was trampled by a bull while trying to help his uncle, who had been thrown by that bull. Lovett's right leg was broken in several places. All right, Lyle, be careful out there. That's old buddy, uh, our buddy Robert Earl King. Yeah. All right, mm-hmm. y'all. Thank you about you some country singers that you like. And come on, let's play Outburst. 1-800-BIG-SHOW, your toll-free line across America. We'll play next. <laughs> Good Monday morning, it's a big show on the radio. Video of the day, sponsored by LS Tractors. Start blue and stay blue. 
Guess why this security guard quit his job? <laughs> Man. Uh, you'll see at bigshow.com. Be sure to register for my wonderful things of the week's Max Race Cards unopened big old box 1988 to 92. Might be sitting on a fortune. No. Check it out when you go to thebigshow.com. All right. And now, let's get the winning beginning. Up boost, let's play up boost. It's the game that anyone can win. John Boy and Billy give you prizes from the big prize bin. Let's go meet contestant number one. This should really be a lot of fun. When you're playing up boost, have a hurry up and guess time. You'll have the best time. You'll have a big show time. Let's say hey to Steve from Buchanan, West Virginia. We'll have a big show time. Steve! <laughs> Good morning. Is that what you're looking for? Yeah. I, I tried to turn it down. Yeah, I just well, couldn't find it. Uh, I, I, I'll, I'll tell you later what it sounded like you said. Okay. okay. Uh, Steve, good morning, buddy. Good morning, guys. Hey, hey. Uh, all right. We are ready to play now, lad. All right. See, we know you're awake. Let's get to you. Okay. In five seconds, Steve, give us three ways to cook eggs. Ready, go. Scrambled, boiled, poached. Bam. Bam. Now give us... Three bowling terms. Ready, go. Gutter ball, strike, and a spare. Steve methodically headed toward mm. that prize pack for the win. Three male country singers. Ready, go. Dark Brooks, Lyle Lovett, and Tim McGraw. And there you are winning. Big old trophy tree stands give back. Cousins. Oh, truth about spring turkey hunting. We're going to get it to you up in Buck County now, Steve. All right. Awesome, guys. Thanks. All right, buddy. <laughs> Bottom of the arrow. Hour. <laughs> Top of your knees. I got it. Carl Children's going to tell us a story right on the other side. show on the radio for you Monday, March the 27th. I like these early morning stories from Carl while getting the kids up and ready to go to school, learn some stuff. Because I thought, all right, I want Carl to tell us the story of Winnie the Pooh. Because Teddy was talking about a movie, and maybe some of the kids don't know this story. What, what, what was that movie you was telling us about on it what to watch? Winnie the Pooh, uh, Blood and uh, Honey. Honey. Yeah, it was, yeah. Blood and Honey. Yeah. Blood and honey is about like they, they go on like a killing rampage or Winnie something. And, yeah, Piglet. Winnie the Pooh and Piglet. <laughs> yeah. I told you, that Piglet, he's a bad influence. <laughs> so. 
Yeah, and you can you can actually watch it. You can stream it on Netflix, Peacock, or uh, Amazon Prime. Right but now. you probably won't. <laughs> well, let's hear the real story, or as, as close as we can get, <laughs> of Winnie the Pooh. Right. And now, it's story time with your host, Carl Childers. Mm. I went to a yard sale with Mr. Bill Cox there and got me a bunch of books. I'm turning into a real reader. Got one called the comma something or other. It's got lots of pictures of men and women wrestling without their clothes on. Mm. I lent that out to Mr. Bill Cox. I ain't seen hiding her hair of it since. I hope he don't tell me how it ends. <laughs> I did find a book about a boy and his bear called Whiny the Pooh. <laughs> I can tell you about it if you want me to. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to hear what you want. Yeah, sure. I'd like to put her to a vote. <laughs> well. All right, then. Well, sir, once upon a time, there, there's this sickly little boy over there in England. He would write puny. Pitiful. No bigger than a squirrel. A sick little squirrel. He had him a pet bear named Whiny. I reckon there probably ain't much worse than a bear that complains all the time, especially when you ain't feeling up to snuff yourself. But that boy, he loved that bear, and that's what counted. Every day that sickly boy and Whiny, they'd wander off in the woods summers, getting into adventures and whatnot. They had some other critter friends with them. Some donkey named an eyesore. <laughs> a little pig named a pig pen. Some nervous rabbit, an old owl, and a kangaroo with a youngin' in its pouch. That one made me laugh. <laughs> well, sir, one day that sickly boy and whiny, they got a hankering for some honey. Say now, over in England, they put honey on their biscuits instead of mustard. But in old-timey days, you couldn't just drive down to the food genie there and get some. Mm. Folks had to do for themselves. So they bundled up them other critters and they headed for that big old tree that was just a swarming with bees. Turns out that honey was a fur piece up in the tree there, though. They had to get around all them bees without getting stung. They figured on it for a while. And that sickly boy come up with an idea. He had old whiny roll around in the mud there to fool them bees into thinking he was a storm cloud. Then he tied a balloon to him so he could float up to where the honey was. Seems you couldn't find honey in a store there, but I reckon there's a place to buy helium balloons out there in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> so old whiny, he floated up where them bees was. Mm. Them bees pretty smart. They weren't fooled none. They popped that balloon right quick. Whiny was a mite tubby, so it, the fall didn't hurt him none when he hit the ground. But they was all a mite put out. They went back to Nervous Rabbit's house there in that stump to figure out another plan. Whiny found out that Rabbit had a big old jar of honey on the shelf. Mm. He didn't like that Rabbit had a holding out on him. He got that down. He ate that whole jar of honey without sharing a bit of it. They couldn't do much about it on account of he was a bear. All they could do was holler, what'd you eat all the honey fur? What'd you eat all the honey fur? <laughs> well, they got another plan together and they set off to get the honey out of that tree. But old Whiny there, he'd eat up so much honey they couldn't get out the door. He got stuck about half in, half out. So sickly boy, eyesore and pig pen pulled from the front. 
Owl, kangaroo, and a rabbit pushed from the back. For too long, Whiny come out of that doorway with a pop. He flew through the air, keister over tea kettle, way up in that tree. Got stuck head first in the hole where that honey was. He saw that honey, his eye just glazed over. Like Mr. Hansen in a Jennifer Aniston movie. <laughs> I rest my case. <laughs> oh, Whiny the Pooh, he ate and ate and ate that honey. The bees. Mm. Bees work mighty hard on that. And they started stinging him. Whiny just kept on eating. What Whiny didn't know was he had one of them allergies to bee stings. He swole up, killed him. <laughs> he was so swole up, he stayed up in that tree hole for pretty near a week before his carcass fell out. Old rabbit, he had the last laugh, made a rug out of him. The end. Moral of the story, bears won't kill you. But a sweet tooth wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Story time is brought to you by Hargrave's Potted Meat Product, chock full of peckers and lips since 1937. You look like you might have a sweet tooth, though. No. Shows on the radio. All right, let's act. Welcome to John Boy and Billy Playhouse. Today's episode: Boudreaux meets Madcap. As our story opens, it's 3 a.m. in the bedroom of Woodrow Boudreaux in Thibodeau, Louisiana. Who's been? Who's been? Wakey, wakey! Uh, what time is it? It'd be three o'clock a.m. I heard a noise in the kitchen. So I got up to see what it was. And what she found was me. But who the Sam had is this? My given name is Bobby Lee Devereaux Jr., but most folks call me Madcap. Don't you recognize him? He been on the news for two straight days. He that escaped convict from the state prison. Well, Mr. Madcap, uh, we ain't looking for no trouble. Uh, so what do you want with us? Running from the police for two days had me made me a mite hungry. I was kind of looking for something or another to eat. You want food? Well, take it. Uh, here's the key to my truck. Uh, so what's on the kitchen counter? I don't have oh, it in my jammies. Oh, right I done found the food <laughs> and the key. Oh. I also found this here butcher knife. What, 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 what you going to do with that? <laughs> well, I reckon I'm going to have to use it on y'all, too. I can't leave no live witnesses knowing I was here. We, we ain't going to tell nobody you was here. I know you ain't. Me and this here knife going to make real sure about that. Now, being a gentleman, I always let the ladies go first. And I'd like to know who I'm dealing with before I start criminalizing on them. What's your name, darling? My name is Elizabeth. <laughs> Sorry. Did you say <laughs> Elizabeth? Said it, wa- said it was? That was my mama's name. Wait. Say it was! <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth Devereaux. She the only person in the world ever been kind to me. I can't hurt nobody named Elizabeth. You can't? <laughs> I 
can see you're real pleased about it. <laughs> no, ma'am, I'm just going to turn you loose. Oh, praise the Lord. That's good news. Good for you. Bad for who's born here. Do it, do 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 what now? <laughs> when my bottomless rage come bubbling up, I got to use it on somebody. And if it ain't gonna be Elizabeth, look like it's gonna be you, son. So what's your name, boy? Well, my my given name is Woodrow Boudreaux, but most folks call me Elizabeth. <laughs> son of a. <laughs> We hope you've enjoyed John Boy and Billy Playhouse. You know, you kind of look like my old cellmate. How about you undo the top two button on that pajama? Tune in again next Tune in again next time when we hear the canine cop with the bloodhound say, Hey, big man, let me hold a dollar. I think we should do it over. <laughs> Good morning. You got the big show on the radio. More chances for you to win coming up after your news, weather, and sports. Good morning. This is Connery. Sean Connery. And you might think that I'm just another sophisticated yet rugged Scottish movie star. And you'd be right. What's my secret? The truth is I can't start my day without listening to the big show with John Boy and Billy. Trust me, they're a lot funnier than Dr. No and Blofeld. <laughs> Ooh-ah, ooh-ah, ooh-ah. Good morning, it's a big show on the radio for you Monday, March 27th. John Boy's Wonderful Thing giveaway. This week, got some Max race cars. I got a whole box that's never been opened. Found this one of two boxes, so we're going to put this up first for this week. It's like huge. It's like from 1988 to 1992. Yeah, fifth edition, I think. The fifth fifth edition. And it's still sealed in its original wrapping. How about that? That is cool, man. Yeah, speaking of NASCAR and the legends, you're going to get in them cards. NASCAR legend Kel Yarborough is 84 years old today. First NASCAR driver I ever actually got to shake the hand of. I was about eight years old. My dad took us to see him. How about that? He used to drive for an auto parts store, but I don't remember which one it was. But there we were. Okay, oh, man. He's a four-time Daytona 500 winner. 1979, that was the famed final lap where him and Donnie Allison got up and got out and mixed it up. Yeah, fighting <laughs> yeah. at the end of Daytona 500, put NASCAR on the map. Everybody up north was snowed in, said, what in the world are these southern yeah. boys doing? Racing, banging, right. and getting out and fighting. <laughs> oh, yeah. The good old days. All right. Yeah, well, back to the Max Race Cards. You go to thebigshow.com, register to win them. We give them away Friday. It's the way we do my wonderful things at thebigshow.com. <laughs>
Good morning. Got the big show on the radio coming up. We play John Boyd Jeopardy. Winner gets $120 worth of bull snot cleaning products made in the USA. Truck drivers keep America moving and bull snot make sure they look good doing it. You can find bull snot at truck stops across America or brownox.com. Order it up. Go to thebigshow.com. Click on that bull snot banner. Get more info. All right. Looking for a good Monday song? Boy, this fits after my weekend. All right, Billy, sing that song about me. My partner's named Johnny. He's kind of funny. Weighs about 285. Likes to eat junk food when he's in a bad mood, which is most all of the time. But that's just how it is He likes crackers and cheese Whiz Ah, he's so fat What do you think of that? What a stupid hat He's so fat One day he was buzzing, so he bought a dozen Krispy Kreme donuts to go. He ate all 12 of them, oh how he shoved them, till nothing was left but the holes. But that's old Johnny, even though he's fun. so fat What do you think of that? And what a stupid hat He's so fat Favorites over yeah. the years. Well, despite the hurtfulness of the lyrics, he's <laughs> yeah. grown to love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's learned to accept his yeah. girth. Yeah. Hello, what am I going to do about it now? Yeah. Let's, stage, no, right? no, let's no. enjoy it. All right. <laughs> well, let's play John Boyd Jeopardy, y'all. Let's jump right in here. Statistically speaking, you're more likely to contract an infection during a visit to one of these than any other public facility. 
What is a hooker? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Arthur, she sure answer for everything. <laughs> what y'all got? 1-800-BIG-SHOW, you toll-free line. Come on, we play John Boy Jeopardy next. <laughs> Big Show on the radio, rolling through your Monday, March 27th. Video of the day brought to you by LS Tractor. Start blue and stay blue. Tater squat, tater squat, move that head. <laughs> Guess why this security guard quit his job? I uh, know, you'll be able to figure it out. Ignore <laughs> the tater squat, tater squat <laughs> part of it. Right, right, right. That is not on the video. <laughs> That's at TheBigShow.com. And right now... Let's play. Yes, live across America, it's John And now your host, guess why his personal stylist quit his job? <laughs> He's John Boy. Thank you. Let's say hey to Alan out of Lexington, Tennessee. Good morning, Alan. What's going on, John Boy? Hey, buddy, you are first up on John Boy Jeopardy. Grab his Bulls Not Prize Pack. If you can tell us, statistically speaking, you're more likely to contract an infection during a visit to one of these than any other public facility. What do you think, Alan? First answer would be hospital. Second answer would be your house. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right, look at that. We get a little jab in there. <laughs> Even though I'm controlling the, mm. the right and wrong. Yeah. Right. I believe you get your ass kicked saying something like that. Well, let's see, is it hospital? You got it. Because that's where the germs are. <laughs> that's the truth, yeah. isn't it? Mm-hmm. How about that? So, uh, actually, your odds right. are 1 in 15, it says. Well, man. Uh, uh, getting well, some kind of germ or something? Well, yeah, but there's here's some bad news. Following up from COVID-19, you know, the uh, health facilities were all focused on, uh, you know, killing, you know, disinfecting for that virus. Yeah. Right. Now we've got a dangerous fungus that is uh, coming up uh, with the CDC's. Oh, no, man. Dude, you know that show I was telling you about? The, the stick, my boy plays the game, The Last of Us. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's what it is, a uh, fungus uh, that makes people into zombies. Yeah. Well, the CDC has issued <laughs> warnings for it and how to disinfect for it for public health facilities. Wow. Yeah. All right. So I would need fungus. All right, Alan, Jackie's going to get your address, and I'm going to give it to my wife. She's going to be about half hot about you talking about my, her house. <laughs> Can I give a shout-out? Yeah, you go ahead, buddy. I'd like to give a shout-out to all the Trump supporters. Well, all right there, Alan. We appreciate you, buddy. You hang on, and Jackie will hook you up. <laughs> Bottom of the hour, top of your news. Oh, my old buddy from the country. 100-year-old Nerval T. Wheeler. See if we can find our new studios. We'll give him 20 minutes.
This is the award-winning John Boy and Billy Big Show. The South's number one export. A beautiful supermodel. A bizarre rock musician. A mysterious disappearance. What was the twisted secret they shared? And where are they today? I'm Robert Stuck. Join me, and maybe you can help solve a mystery. Paulina Poritskova was born in a small village just outside Prague in 1967. Her stunning beauty made her the toast of Czechoslovakia. So much so, left her native homeland in the early 1980s, emigrated to America. Paulina soon became the toast of the United States as well. Her face and figure were featured in hundreds of magazines, including the crowning jewel in any model's career, the cover of the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. At a party in 1989, Paulina met Rick Ocasek, leader of the Boston-based haircut rock band called The Cars. Eyewitnesses at the party say Paulina and Okasik were inseparable that night and from then on. Shortly thereafter, Okasik's band split up after a long dry spell on the music charts. Meanwhile, Paulina's modeling jobs became less and less frequent. With the exception of a single high-profile campaign for Estee Lauder, she has been virtually invisible since meeting Okasik. At a party in 1993, Paulina and Okasik surfaced again. Paulina wore a small gold band on the third finger of her left hand. She was also carrying a small bundle, which eyewitnesses say may have contained a small child. As incredible as it may seem, authorities now theorize Paulina may not have only married Okasik, she may have actually had sex with him. Paulina Poritskova is 29 years old, 5 feet 10 inches tall, 115 pounds, with straight shoulder-length brown hair, blue eyes, and she is built like a brick house. Rick Okasik is 40 years old, 6 feet 3 inches tall, 97 pounds, and is usually described as that scary-looking mother who used to sing for the car. If you have any information about the whereabouts of either of these people, Please contact the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department or call our toll-free number, 1-800-WHAT'S-THAT-ALL-ABOUT. <laughs> Next week, never-before-seen video footage of a UFO that appeared over Tulsa, Oklahoma in November of 1994. A glowing object that has the shape and markings of a double-wide mobile home. Could this be the mothership come to claim the rest of her lost squadron? Find out next week on another edition of Unsolvable Mysteries. John Boy and Billy. Morning Radio Done Right. Good morning, it's a big show on the radio for your Monday. All right, glad you're kicking your work week off with us. Well, 
Hey, he wanted to come check out our new location. We're always glad to have him. Welcome back to the big show. Nervo T. Wheeler. Well, Nerve, you found it. What do you think? Yeah, for a few minutes there, I thought I was in the wrong place. Uh, That's pretty dadgum fancy here. Yeah. Most important question is, is that the coffee still free? Well, you take all you want. Well, hell, I'll tow along a thermos next time. <laughs> well, what's got you out and about today? Well, my great-grandson there, he got me hooked up with one of them uh, focus groups. You know where a lot of folks sit around and answer questions on uh, different topics? Yeah, they pay you for that? Well, now, it ain't big radio money, but it's a nice little payday. You can't turn nothing down in this economy. And last time, they wanted to talk to a passel of seniors about uh, how their memory's doing. I was in a room there with two other fellers, uh, uh, Bernard and Jasper. And the doctor, he asked Bernard there, so uh, what is three times three? And Bernard says, 274. <laughs> then the doc turns to Jasper there and says, what's three times three? Jasper, he cogitate on that for a second. He answers, Tuesday. <laughs> the doc shakes his head, and then he asked me the same question. I borrowed his pen and his paper there. I did a little <laughs> ciphering. And after a second, I said, nine. Doc smiled. He said, well, well, how'd you come up with that answer? I said, well, hey, pretty simple. Truth be told, I just subtracted Tuesday from 274. <laughs> <laughs> That's a classic. <laughs> yeah, we all having pretty good sport with him. Still got paid, though. Can't turn nothing down nowadays. Ain't easy finding gainful employment at my age. I had an interview with a, a fella over at the hardware store in my little town. There, He asked me, he said, he said, Nerville, what do you think is your worst quality? And I said, well, I, I reckon it's being too honest. And he smiled and said, well, that's not a bad thing. I, I think honesty is a good quality. I said, I don't give a damn what you think. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you're too honest. And so did you get the job? No, but I still had a good day that day. I, I walked outside and I saw a cop writing a ticket. I said, now, come on there, chief. Give a senior citizen a break. The cop just tore out the ticket and stuck it under the wiper. I said, hey there, Barney Fife. Why don't you take that bullet out in your pocket there, put it in your gun, and go catch you a real criminal. And he wrote another ticket for worn tires. So I says, hey, everybody out here, make sure your meters are paid up. Kojak here plumb rounded up all the real criminals. He's only got time for parking scoff laws to deal with. He wrote another ticket for a broken headlight. I kept at him for another 10 minutes or so, and, and he just uh, kept on writing tickets. And he finally said, he goes, Mr., you got about $1,000 worth of tickets there. I said, no, I don't. The owner of the hardware store does. And I walked across the street, got in the truck, and drove away. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he gets for not hiring you. So, okay, so where are you off to next? Well, I got to go buy a feller an expensive bird. What in the world? Well, you know, with the Easter coming up and all, I, I thought I'd have a laugh over to Claude Duncan's place in his chicken coop. I, I went in there. When, when he was gone, I replaced all the hen's eggs with colored Easter eggs, all of them, every color of the dadgum rainbow. <laughs> well, did Claude think it was funny? Yeah, but his rooster didn't. He got one look at them bright colored eggs and went out and killed the peacock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what my wallet said, and I had to shuck it out for that new bird. Well, that's enough, John. Off I go. Uh, can you have Tater show me where that free coffee is? Yeah, Tater, you heard the man. We'll see you next time, Nerf. Keep your saddle oiled and your gun greased, and then holler if you need me. <laughs>
Good morning. You got the big show on the radio. More chances for you to win coming up after your news, weather, and sports. Oh. Oh, I didn't oh, I didn't see you there. This is Professor Merwin Hannaday, head of ARO, head of Big Show Science in History Division, and you're listening to two boys who are destined to be history. John Boy and Billy on the Big Show. Oh, we are. when I say there'll be history, I didn't mean to apply a negative. I, I, I simply meant that they'd... they'd oh, what did I mean? Oh. It's a big show on the radio. We're running through your Monday morning. Here we are midway through the big show. Like to remind you, you can't hear it all. We got that covered with the John Boy Billy Late Risers podcast. One of the most listened to radio podcast in the world. It is Monday through Friday after the broadcast ends, usually before high noon. Everybody working with brand new equipment and everything to getting it up. So if it's not, I'm talking about the podcast, if it's not up before high noon, just give it a little minute. Usually it takes, well, just a little while, but, you know, the, the record is 24 hours. We're not going to hold that against you. So, uh, technical stuff. Yeah, it's hard to control Wait, technocracy. Working around the clock on this? Yeah, why don't you turn that up a little bit so I'm here. I can't. Apparently. Say, load the trouble with some equipment. <laughs> See? <laughs> oh, anyway, you can get it at thebigshow.com or wherever you get your podcast. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, the easiest way for you to win the current events quiz. Take C, get a trophy, tree stands, gift pack. Got a tumbler, hat, lanyard, and koozie. Trophy, tree stands, got rock-solid ladder stands with integrated jaw safety systems, pod stands, and fixed positions. Safety and value, trophy, tree stands. Go to BigShow.com, click on the trophy, tree stands, banner, enter code JBB. Get 20% off at checkout. Also throwing in a copy of the whole truth about spring turkey hunting according to cuz. Turkey season, learn from the best. All right, hang on. We'll play for it in minutes. But our fun with Bradshaw Monday continues. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. 
The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Bradshaw has started a list yeah. of potential new friends. He's got a bag full right here. Oh, let's let's see. Hey, Marty, see that big shiny silver thing there in front of Bradshaw? That's a microphone. This one right here. I'm looking over. Let me see. Sloopy, my ex-brother-in-law, is on the list. What's he in charge of? Uh, he's your party buddy. You know, share the hair, that sort of thing, moving around. Share the hair. <laughs> He'll take his hair off in a heartbeat, won't oh, he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I say, oh, the latest one, champagne. That's right. For champagne. A little comedy, you know, a little humor, <laughs> uh, that sort of thing. Been around the world twice. Now, Wayne, who is Wayne? You have him in charge of transportation. Yeah, Wayne was a truck driver that called in and offered for you to ride up front in the semi, drives all over the southeast. <laughs> Listen to the show every day. How you doing, Wayne? Uh, what about Gerald from Gastonia? Gerald's the guy at the beach. He was spitting all over my back that I was trying to keep off of you. That Bill's car's over in Gastonia that soaked my whole back trying to protect you. But and what so else what is he like? The water boy? Yeah, had it all over me. It was unbelievable. Who is Brian Heff? You have Cook. Uh... Remember him? Not sure about that. I'm going to have to research that. I think that's the one that wrote the letter applying for the job. That's right. Cook and he's the cuddle partner. That's right. He's your, where y'all can hug and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you were talking about this. <laughs> uh, we have Clint, a uh, truck driver, another truck driver on the list. Right. That's when the first one gets tired of you and throws you out of the cab. Clint's going to pick you up. He's going to trail behind us. Yeah, Clint will be right behind y'all. Uh, Danny the hollerer. <laughs> He's just, yeah, but in, in case my ooh ah ooh go out, oh, there he is. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. You don't think he'd get on my nerves? Ah, that's why I travel the whole box of BC powder. <laughs> I see Dwayne on here. I don't remember Dwayne. Dwayne is the guy you met at the uh, Yellow Rose that I told you not to talk to. That you ended up, I ended up basically had to threaten him to leave you alone. Uh, you met his grandbabies, his uh, wife, her sister, and three brother-in-laws. I don't know what was going on. Having a birthday party or something. Now here, Mike, for morning excitement. Mike was a guy called in screaming about 6.15. I about flew out of the bed uh, listening to the show. And uh, I don't know what you take in the morning, Mike, but send me some of that. <laughs> he called you right off the bat, didn't he, Jack? And had this late. Uh, Mildred and Jean. <laughs> We were over at uh, at the office at uh, at Johnny's and then we were in the closet and Johnny never Were you in there with the best part Johnny of the story? Was good at it. Were you in there with Marty's special <laughs> traveling <laughs> friend? 
No, man, I was going through some old stuff, and Bradshaw uh, found some this. old stuff. Johnny won't throw anything away. This was from 1987, <laughs> oh, uh-huh. and it was something about John Boy the Legend. And uh, so we've got. It was a long Jean poem and about it was what really a great sweet. guy Johnny was. So obviously, they didn't know him very well. Uh, but they're on there for positive reinforcement to make you feel better about yourself. <laughs> trying to cover all areas, you know. Well, now, now Deuce, you have Deuce. Now, I know he just played a contest like yesterday, didn't he? Yeah, Deuce is to keep your spirits up. He okay. thinks a lot of you. Y'all seem to you know, get along well, talk yeah. well on the radio together. So I think that's, that's a good one. Now, Toad's Mama, who you have Toad's Mama on the list. She's putting together the VIP fishing tournament where WrestleForce America will wrestle tomorrow night in Manio. Right, right. She's in charge of animal welfare. So, so does this mean Randy don't have to feed my dogs? No, she, I think she's going to take care of it. Oh. Uh, let me see. Midget. Midget yeah. was a little guy that was moving around down at the really? beach. I couldn't, I couldn't keep up with him. Go behind a bar stool, I'd say he's gone. He'd come flying out of there. Uh, let me Quick see. little devil. Barbara and Ronnie. <laughs> that was uh, the, the man and the woman down at uh, uh, Orlando uh-huh. that uh, stayed for nine hours. The show only lasted for eight. That were outside the window. You know. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, you have uh, you have beside that. Where y'all going later? Really? So I guess, uh, let me see. You got Tick down here. Remember, he was another caller on Yeah, Tick. Uh, Tick had a buddy named Slick, and they were on one morning and uh, having a big time on the show. And uh, like I said, just just people you seem to get along well with. Tick and Slick. All right. Now, who is Denny from Disney? Denny's the guy that when we got our luggage, uh, that was when we checked, it was helping Billy oh, down there. Yeah, that's a cool and, outfit. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's got checked all the keys, made sure all your keys worked when you were so irritated at me for something yeah. that I didn't do. Remember that? <laughs> oh, yeah, he kept opening and closing the door. We've been at Disney five minutes. I'm getting ripped, and I don't even know what yeah. for. Denny's checking the keys. We got all kinds of stuff going on outside. He called everybody Billy, didn't he? Yeah, yeah he's he looking for Mr. Billy. James? Mr. James. <laughs> it's like being checked into the hotel by Mr. Bean or something. <laughs> uh, let me see. Uh, NASCAR Sam. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That, that, yeah. now, now, little NASCAR Sam, this is a little kid that, that knew every driver, every sponsor, every number, every race, and for some reason he got on your nerves? Absolutely, I, and I think you gotta have a kid. You gotta have a kid around to whip occasionally. So I just you know, put NASCAR on there, you know. Yeah. Uh, let me see. You got two Larrys down here. Uh, the one Larry was the guy up at Grove Park that. Uh, oh, the guy from Tennessee. Yeah. The guy from Tennessee. Yeah. I mean, that guy, oh, wouldn't, he, wouldn't, he wasn't about to go down. Larry's um, a perfect Big Show fan. Mm-hmm. And then you got Larry the recorder. Remember, oh, that was right. going to yeah. be your friend for you to record your thoughts on. <laughs> and we had a 15-second tape, so we've got to get a shorter tape because your thoughts didn't last quite 15 seconds. Oh, yeah, you named my if recorder Larry. Larry. If we can teach Larry how to drive, buddy, we're in business. Now, <laughs> uh, Bruce from Orlando. Bruce in charge of corporate travel. <laughs> Bruce is, is yeah. a police, PD. Uh, you know, yeah. the police escorts and stuff like that. Oh, when yeah. we had the police escort <laughs> right. from Daytona, Bruce from McGregor. Orlando to mm, Daytona yeah. Beach. Yeah, yeah, Bruce McGregor. We had a police escort. Bruce beat us to the place. <laughs> police escort. It took us about two blocks away. We were going anyway. Yeah, and you, right. and, you know, you're so easy yeah. to ride with anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, let me see. You got Mo down here. Uh, you know Mo, oh, uh, oh, the electrician. Oh, that's yeah. Moesha. Moesha. <laughs> John Jr. That's your twin brother who hangs out the roads. Ha, 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 ha. 
Uh, you got Barry the third, Barry Sr., and Barry Jr. <laughs> That's the one Barry at the Rose, but it's, uh, he knows so much there has to be three of them somewhere. <laughs> Uh, what about Peanut? Oh, uh, Peanut's a black kid today. That's Joey. right. We, we gotta, you know, gotta have Peanut moving around. Peanut's a pretty cool guy. A little music in him. Bounces around. Good guy though. Oh man. So uh, we have quite a few. And uh, I notice here Jack Rayford. That's Jackie and Rayford's son. <laughs> oh yeah, that, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That they were gonna have down in Orlando, and we were down there. Remember? Uh, yeah. That's right. Don't do that, Jack. Imagine a little black kid with white hair on the playground bothering people, annoyed at the monkey bars. <laughs> I told her we're behind her, though, you know, all the way. She wants to do it. I'll be so, right there for it. So, so what is Jack Rayford's, Jackie and Rayford's son's title? He's in charge of interracial development. <laughs> <laughs> See, this stuff don't have a lot of thought goes into. Yeah, I got too much time on my hands, obviously. <laughs> I live for that list. All right, as I boy Bradshaw, uh, Spanky named Bradshaw Social House after him. Still yeah, holding his he was name. a good friend. All we great, sure man. miss him. All right, well, let's play this current events quiz. Bentley, what are we dealing with? Let's meet the current leader in the Date from Hell Tournament of Champions. <laughs> All right, 1-800-BIG-SHOW. Pull out your brackets, boys. Yeah. Take C, you will win. We play next. <laughs> It's a big show on the radio. We're going to do your Monday, March 27th. Video of the day brought to you by LS Tractor. Start blue and stay blue. Guess why this security guard quit his job? Ooh, 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 I me, think you'll be able to figure it out. <laughs> Let's go to the bigshow.com. And right now, Pep Squad. Ready? Okay. Let's say hey to Sandra from Somerville, South Carolina. Good morning, Sandra. Hey, John Boy. How hey, are you? Hey, man. I am good. We are all good. How are you doing? Oh, doing great. Hey, great. Got a good? quick question for you before yeah. you start. Uh -oh. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I used to live in Graham, North Carolina, or actually Burlington, and I used to work with a lady named Faye Isley. I was just wondering, are you related to her? Faye, I think that's one of my cousins. Oh, awesome. That's one of my cousins. What, what Was she a good-looking, funny girl? She was good-looking, funny, beautiful blonde. We used to work at the Bank of Alamance. There oh, I am. That's yeah. the girl that owes you 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> De <laughs> definitely one well, of I my people. <laughs> good-looking, funny. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah that's that's nicely. Good old days. That was the good old days. Oh, good, son. Well, glad you made it in here, baby. Well, you listen to Bill and win awesome. this prize pack. Well, a Memphis, Tennessee woman has a pretty good shot at winning Worst Date Ever. What happened is a man asked her out. Then he showed up at her house without a car. So the couple headed out in the woman's brand new Volvo. They stopped at a convenience store where the man asked her to go inside and buy him some cigars. She did. 
And while she was in the store, her date drove off in her car. But wait, there's more. The dumpy tried to call the man's cell phone. He didn't answer. She says he unfriended her on Facebook while he was on the run in the car. But believe it or not, it gets even worse. Late that evening, the woman got a call from a friend of hers. The missing boyfriend had just picked her up in a brand new Volvo, and they were watching a movie at a local drive-in. Well, the victim called police, who went to the drive-in and arrested the car-thieving Casanova. The headline over the story in the local newspaper, A, Rambling Romeo Arrested, B, Woman Loses Car on the Date from Hell, or C, Surgeons Remove Two Different Women's Feet from Man's Rear End. Oh, goodness. Um, I think I better take C. Yeah. There you go. He's a charmer. You know, he was a cousin of mine. I would not be surprised, really. (laughs) You got some good relatives out there. All right, Sandra, we're going to get you the big old prize pack down to Somerville. All right? Awesome. Yeah, thank you. All right, baby. Hang on. We're going to jump out and catch you up on your news. We'll fill her some time. Uh Uh-oh. Let me get your Kleenex out. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, I'll try to lighten it up at the end. All right? Oh, no, there you go. This is Turn it over to Pooh. Good morning. It's a big show on the radio for you Monday, March the 27th. All right, here's Pillars. You know, it's been a very long time since I've done this segment, and I, I really don't know why. A lot has happened since we last spoke. The compound population has been whittled down quite a bit. We only have three dogs left, Maggie, Angel, and Lady, down from 17 at one point. I've lost many cats, most recently my boy, Dr. Ted taken by kidney disease. But life goes on as it must. You soldier through, you grieve, you honor their memory, and you try to remember only the good times. I've been through it so many times, sometimes I just feel numb. But not everyone is as resilient as me. Last week, I had to go to the vet's office to pick up a prescription. Now, this wasn't my regular vet, but they were the only one in town that had what I needed. I arrived to a very full waiting room. Now, I'm the guy that goes around to each pet and tells them how beautiful or handsome they are. And sitting alone at the back of this room was an elderly lady, and on her lap was a pet carrier, and she held it tightly. Her demeanor was somber, even grim. And I'd seen that look before. In the mirror, she was there to say goodbye to a pet. I walked over, and I sat down next to her. I asked her quietly to tell me about her pet. It's just a cat, she said quietly. I said, ma'am... Judging from your expression, I'd venture to guess that it's not just a cat. Tears started to roll down her cheeks. The cat was quite old and in poor health, she confided. I slid over closer to her and I told her a little bit about my story. She knew she had a sympathetic ear. 
She was terrified of saying goodbye. This was her only companion. I told her without hesitation that I would be happy to stay with her. The waiting room was quite noisy, and so I asked one of the attendants if there was a room we could go to. In a few minutes, she escorted us into a room, and once inside, she took the cat out. Despite poor health, the cat's eyes were bright. She was quite friendly as well. And the woman held the cat tightly and kissed it over and over. The cat knew she was loved. I feel like I'm betraying her, she whispered. No, ma'am. Believe me, you're not anything but. And I held her hand. I said, do not hang on to her just so you don't have to do this. Don't let her get so far down that she suffers. What you're doing is right. I stayed with her for over an hour. And when the time came, she was a wreck. She'd never been through this before, ever. In short order, her friend was gone. And although I didn't have the money, I insisted on paying for the cremation. I walked her out to her car, and I carried the empty carrier. I gave her my number. I said, listen, if you ever need to talk, if you ever need anything, you call me. She nodded. She got in her car, and as I walked away, I could hear her start sobbing. It was heartbreaking. She called me a few days later. She was feeling better, but lonely. I said, you know what? You need a new friend. And she was adamant that she couldn't replace her cat. And I said, ma'am, you are not replacing her. You are honoring her memory by giving that same gift to a cat in need. But she was worried about what would happen to the cat if something happened to her. And I said, we'll make arrangements and I'll take care of that cat, I promise. Two days later, she called me to tell me about Butterball, a little fat, round, yellow kitten. You could hear the happiness in her voice as she regaled me with tales of what a little turd he was. She thanked me over and over. This week, I'll go and meet my god cat sometime. Another sad, happy ending. It was really shocking to me that so many other people sat in that same room and did nothing. But that's what I was there for. The fact that I went to that vet at that time of day to get the medicine I needed and only they had it, that was not by chance. It was divine intervention. And when you're a good shepherd, you go where you're called. It was not the first time circumstances put me in the right place at the right time. I've stopped being surprised by it. It just is. Do me a favor tonight. Spend time with your pet. Let them know they're loved. Unless it's a goat. Goats are idiots. <laughs> oh, no. I've got four. I'm telling you right now, it does no good. <laughs> I'll be releasing my next book this spring, Father of the Feral, or How I Quit Acting to Herd Wild Cats. I'll make sure we have plenty to give away. In the meantime, if you need someone to talk to about your pet, you can reach out to me through my website at jeffpillars.com. It's what I do. It's my life purpose. On behalf of myself and the denizens of that magical place known as the compound. This is Pillars saying, thanks for your time. Never mind that shit. Here comes Mungo. You ruined it.
Good Monday morning. It's a big show on the radio. Rolling through your March 27th. All right, get the top 10 list. Go, Billy. <laughs> Here they are, the top 10 bad motivational poster slogans. <laughs> All right. Number 10. No one is in charge of your happiness but you. But should you really be in charge of anything? <laughs> Number nine, your life can't fall apart if you never had it together. <laughs> Number eight, there's no limit to what you can be if you lie to yourself. <laughs> Number seven, just because we accept you the way you are doesn't mean we've given up hope that you will someday improve. <laughs> Number six, you can be stupid, and you can be loud, please don't be both at the same time. Number five, whoever said money can't buy happiness doesn't know where to shop. Number four, there's always a guy on YouTube that can do it better than you can. Number three, you didn't do it because it was easy. You did it because you thought it would be easy. Number two, it is what it is, and... It's not good, okay? <laughs> and the number one bad motivational slogan, there is no you in happiness. <laughs> good morning. The Big Show is on the radio. Hang over your local news, weather, and sports. This is His Royal Majesty King Vidor. <laughs> Slayer of the Visigoths. Destroyer of the Mongol and aggravator of the Ottoman Empire. Oh, listening to my two royal jesters, those gap-toothed barbarians, John Boy and Billy, on ye old big show. Arise, a loyal beef. Arise, Duke of Ellington. Arise, water of ten, essence of myrrh, milk of magnesia. <laughs> a big show on the radio. Coming up in less than 20 minutes is Wordy Word. Get all psyched up with this Wordy Word song. I don't believe it. Jet, Don't touch me. Hey, Ray. Hey, Sugar. Tell them who we are. Well, my name is Helen, and I'm always yelling at the stupids on the radio. That sounds like us. They stutter and stammer like they was on dope. They're what you call mentally slow. Right. Yeah, their brains are hiding just like Joe Biden, but I'm smarter than astronaut. I'll leave them crying without even trying as a winner playing wordy word. Wordy word. Baby. 
Danny and I'm sharp as any monkey in the dadgum zoo. I guess I gotta play the game now. Never thought that I'd get through. I can't spell my name, but I'll find fame and stand out from the herd. My life is sucky, but I might get lucky. Be a winner playing wordy word. Wordy word. What a hero, John Coy saying. Way to go and thanks for playing. I wanna get my own shout out as a winner playing wordy word. Legendary when it comes to this stupid game. I age 10 years and my nerves are shot, and John Boy is to blame. Sometimes I fumble, been known to mumble, and give contestants the bird. Sometimes I outskilled him, and I know that killed him. I'm a winner playing wordy word. Wordy word. Love to hear old John Boy saying, Uh, some, uh, bi- uh, bi- bu- uh, bugs is sings you and you have a big what? Oh, beautiful. <laughs> Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, we play Wordy Word. Winner gets a custom LS Tractor Big Frig Cooler. Go to LSTractorUSA.com, find your local dealer, and learn why customers decide to start blue and stay blue. Hang on, we'll play for it in minutes. First, we wrap up our Bradshaw Monday with our old buddy. Here's where he got his nickname Skillet. All right, roll that day to day. Hey, Bradshaw, look up here, buddy. I know you're getting our trip for Bristol all mapped out there. But uh, let's talk about your latest, your latest action. You know, we were talking. Well, well, first, first for those of you who haven't heard what happened Sunday afternoon at a Walmart, we'll tell you that, uh, Bradshaw. Goes over to Walmart. To, uh, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, go, go, go ahead, Brad. You've done it so many times, you're going to do the condensed version. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Walmart, the frying pan, bam. No, it was really pretty quick. I, I came out of Walmart. I went and bought a, about a $9.99 skillet and uh, walked out to your truck, and there's a guy taking the uh, license tag off the front. And uh, I was very nice. I said, you know, what are you doing? And uh, he said, well, I know John Boy. I said, well, you, you and a million other people. And uh, he'd want me to have this license plate. And I said, well. So he had a good story. Said, well, you don't know him real well because he doesn't share stuff with us. So, I, uh, so, I said, so, so, so that was a tip-off right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't know you too well. I thought you'd give him anything. Uh, but... Uh, no, he, uh, and I said, just put it back on, you know, and let me go on my way. I mean, I'm standing there in shorts, uh, flip-flops. My left arm's like it's broken. I can't even lift it. And uh, he continues unscrewing the tag and then throws it on the ground and says, you want it put back on there in so many words, uh, put it back on there yourself. Mm-hmm. This guy's about 5'10", 185 pounds. He wasn't, but just, he's got on work boots. I got on flip-flops. He's got two arms. I got one. <laughs> I'm really not in any pain. I'm just want to go get some country ham biscuits and go home and cook, you know. Right. 
and he stands up. I mean, just hot. He was hot about the license thing. And uh, hotter than a match. So yeah. I just happened to have that skillet in the bag, and I just slapped him upside the head with it. Now, did you take it out of the bag, or did you just now, bag it off? I left it in the bag. Oh, the okay. bag kind of stuck to his side of his face. Oh. Those plastic bags. <laughs> But uh, I'm glad I didn't go in and buy a pillow or something. He'd probably beat the crap out of me. Yeah, really. <laughs> Left me laying under the license plate there. I just, uh, boy, I tell you, it's, people ain't more take anything. They just, they yeah. just feel like it's their right, I guess. And then the, the, what's happened, the security guards out of Walmart are out in the parking lot, so they see him when he stands up. Yeah, they've what been looking gonna... for him. He was down taking Johnny's tags off. And uh, <laughs> uh, he, I guess, had taken some stuff out of one of the local stores. I don't know if it was Walmart or not, but it was in the chain mall that they're in there. John Boy would want me to have yeah. these auto parts. Yeah, he had it going on now. I mean, he had a bunch of free stuff. If he'd gotten his car and left, he'd probably been fine, but that license uh, plate got him. Maybe, uh, so, so, so they take him off and get him for shoplifting. Mm. There uh, you go. And see, that's what we were talking about this last night. Talking about, see, now that's the thing. Most people, you, when you leave, you know, if you ever said, boy, I wish I'd have done something. You know, I mm. wish I'd done something. See, Bradshaw just does it. I mean, it's, it's like it's like September 11th in Vegas when he's there. The guy's desecrating the American flag. You know, that all oh, ticky off. But Bradshaw runs across six lanes of traffic, yeah. tackles the guys, and gets the flag. You know? <laughs> and it's like that, too. <laughs> I mean, they're in the parking lot, you know. But 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 you say it was just you You just didn't want to get skin up. Well, that, I really didn't. I mean, because I, I figured this guy got underneath me. I was in deep trouble. And I got one arm, and I didn't want him to touch this one because it hurts so bad. And I thought, well. Plus, look at what he was trying to steal. I mean, you can certainly right. get another one. I mean, you know, if he'd been nice, I'd give it to him. Yeah, and he just exactly. suffered the wrath when he got back you right. know, from the beach. But, you know, or drove up the dealership Sunday and picked one up and put it back on her. You what? You gave, where's my frying pan? How could you give that to him? Oh, man. Oh, boy. I tell you, it's one of the few times I think that I've ever been in a situation where you, you know, you're not sure what's going to happen. You, and you, and yeah. you just... I mean, I've just never been in that situation before. I'm glad, glad I didn't go in and buy a pillow or something like that. I mean, I've been big, yeah. like it's I said, a, I mean. It's them urban legend instincts. That's what it is. I almost it's splurged for the 1999, the uh, the big, big heavy skill. If I'd uh-huh. hit him with that, mm. he'd been out of here. <laughs> so it's good. It's like Batman on his day off. <laughs> I'm going to get a skillet. I think, Alfred, I'm, I'll take the Batmobile myself. No, no, I don't need no, the costume. No, no, I'm not going to wear this. I'm just going to the straw. I'll be right back. Oh, Some pot liquor trying to take the the Wayne Foundation license plate <laughs> off the front of the Batmobile. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the guy says, this is John Boy's car. It's hard to say no. It's got a dealer tag on it, John Boy Chevrolet on the back, and uh, John Boy license plate it's on the six front. Six cases of beef jerky. You know, yeah. Yeah, beef jerky, about 40 hats in the back of John Boy on them. You know, you're riding down the road, people blowing a horn and waving at you. It's like you know, a parade or something. It's like a parade. Really, take some stuff off. Let's just be a little more incognito here. Way too much pressure on me. <laughs> all right. We're glad you're all right. All right. There is wow. the Bradshaw. Here we go to Bradshaw's social house in Charlotte, North Carolina. That's the man mm-hmm. right there. All right. Well, let's play Wordy Word, y'all. 1-800-BIG-SHOW, you toll-free line. We'll team up and play next. <laughs>
Good Monday morning. Big Show is on the radio. And our video of the day brought to you by FLS Tractor. Start blue and stay blue. Today's video, guess why this security guard quit his job? It shan't be hard. When you go to TheBigShow.com, you can also click that on-air contest button. You can't get through? You want to play? Jack can call you. All right. Well, let's do it right now. When everybody's heard about the bird. The, the wordy word and the wordy word. Let's meet our contestants. We got Scott from Coolamy, North Carolina. Good morning, Scott. Hey, how is everybody? Everybody hey. is good. And let's meet our other contestant. All right. We got Tina from Chucky, Tennessee. Good morning, Tina. Good morning. Good morning. All right, y'all. Welcome. Tina, you are on Team Tater and Randy. All right. Tina and Tater get along. Scott, okay. you're, on, <laughs> you're on the John Boyd and Billy side. And me and Scott will go for the first 30 seconds, all right? Tina, you all relax. Right. Scott, are you ready, buddy? I am ready. All right, All right, let's see what we can do then. All right, start the clock now. You'd get one of these as a kid. It's sharp. It's not a buoy blank. It's a, like a name, like blank. Like a knife? Uh, no, it's, it, it folds it, up. It, it is a knife. It folds up. It's like a blank in the box is the first name. Jack, Jack Knife. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. All right, uh, this old kid show, Captain What? It's like named after an Marvel. Australian animal. He's named uh, Captain... Captain Koala? Uh, no, no, another one to hop. The animal that hops and got a pouch. Captain Kangaroo. Yeah, oh, yeah that's yeah, it. Yeah, All yeah, right, this is a breed. Well, we didn't get that. Yeah, yeah, right. What All channel right. was Captain, what did he say? <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't Captain Koala. 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 <laughs> what channel was that on? <laughs> it was real cute. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I sucked. Okay. All right. All right. Well, that was a hard two we put on the board right there. Let's see what Tina and Tater can do for their round one. Are you ready, Tina? I am. Okay. And go. It's a dog breed, not a golden retriever, but a blank retriever. Um, uh, uh, the first part of the word is a, a chemistry blank. This is where they, uh, I don't know how to get you to say this other than that. Uh, a blank retriever, very popular dog. It's a golden, they come in yellow, chocolate, and black. Mm. Um, I don't know. Your blood work. Your blood work gets sent to where? A right. lab. Yeah. Now, what kind of dog? A, a lab. A Labrador. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> you you worked that out to put a one on the board. So two to one after round one. I think on some of these, these words are getting harder. We're uh -huh. going to have some lower yeah. scores, aren't we? All right. Well, Scott, you are up with Billy. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. And go. This is something that attracts metal. You can pick it up. Magnet. There Magnet. you go. All right. You had one of these in school, and you wrote a bunch of stuff, and all your assignments were in it. Notebook. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you might eat these on the half shell. Oysters. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you might take this out of the freezer and eat one. It's fruit flavored on a stick. Popsicle. Yep. Yeah. Um, real men don't eat this. Oh, boy. Quiche. There <laughs> you go. All right. Then you give your wife a dozen of these on her birthday. Roses. Yeah. Yeah. 
there yeah. you go. There right. you go. Put a six on the board, a total of eight for Scott. All it right. was you. And what? <laughs> now I'm going to show it's me. <laughs> All right, Tina, you're up with Randy. Just go till you can't go no more. Are you ready? I'm ready. And go. Women throw this kind of party for people who are going to have a baby. It's a baby what? Or not Maybe a bath. Shower. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, All right, so uh, roses have these prickly things on them that'll stick you in your fingers. Thorns. Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, she's not pretty. She's the opposite. She's very... Ugly. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, so you've got that flower. You want to put it in something to display it with water. What's that thing called? Vice. Yep. All right, so men who are going bald or women who uh, are... Yeah, never mind. I didn't yeah, want to, right. I was That's trying a good to be run gentle. Tina, four, and that means Scott wins eight to five. All yeah. right, but Tina, come back with a good showing. And Tina and Chunky, you can try again anytime. We appreciate you playing, huh? All right, honey. Thank you. Oh, I love y'all. All right, sweet. Love you too, Tina. Have a great rest of your day. Look at you, Scott, winning the big old LS tractor, big frig cooler to celebrate your victory. Well, I'm surprised. <laughs> yeah, that's it, buddy. All right, Scott, you hang on for jacket. Good morning. Got a big show on the radio. We got our classic bit request for this Monday morning out of Megan, Georgia, Mr. Nick DeLisandro. I think I nailed your last name, man, Nick. Nick says, could you guys please play the one when Cadbury went to a race with John Boy? All right, let's do that, Nick. Coming up next. Good morning, big shows on the radio, classic bit requests. Nick D'Alessandro from Macon, Georgia. Me and Cadbury with a race adventure. Here we are, Cadbury to racetrack. My world, you're going to have a blast. Yeehaw, sir. And where is Mr. <laughs> William today, sir? You know, he said he was sick. It's funny, he gets sick every year at race time. Yes. Well, as much as I'd like to stay, sir, perhaps I should attend to him. Oh, come on, loosen up, Cadbury. I thought getting you out of those stuffy clothes would change your attitude some. Well, I'm sorry, sir. I've never worn dungarees. <laughs> They're jeans, Cadbury. Some still don't look right. Oh, I know. Here, put this on. A NASCAR T-shirt? Have I done something unsavory to offend you, sir? No, Cadbury, look around. Everybody's wearing shirts with their favorite drivers on them. I'm just trying to make you fit in. Yes. And who, may I ask, is this Mr. Richard Trickle, sir? Hot Richard Dick. Dick Trickle. It sounds funny if you say it the other way. Sounds funny no matter how you say it, sir. Soak in the ambiance, Cadbury. I love the smell of NASCAR in the morning. Perhaps you're just standing too close to the porter, Jonathan, sir. Uh, I'll take a deep breath. <sighs> smell the exhaust, the grills in the infill, the perfume on the baby dolls. You're still too close to the porter, Jonathan, sir. Hey, Cadbury, look over there. That's Richard Petty. Don't you mean Dick Petty? No, it's Richard. Make up your mind, sir. Soak it in, Cadbury. The sights, the sounds, the people. This is what NASCAR is all about. Really? 
I thought it was about raw competition. Man and machine working as one in a battle against all odds for supremacy of the Oval Track, sir. Wow, Cadbury, that's pretty profound. You said you didn't get it. I don't, sir. I was reading from this program. Hey, Cadbury, let's get something to eat. How about a hot dog, huh? I won't get six. How many you want? Oh, yes. I fear I must abstain from the culinary delights of the racetrack frankfurter, sir. I try not to ingest anything consisting of parts unknown. What are you talking about? It's a hot dog! I'm sorry, sir. I've already had my minimum daily requirement of lips, spleens, and entrails. <laughs> All right, man. I thought Randy was high maintenance. Hey, you want a beer? Oh, no, sir. Oh, we Cadburys have a very low tolerance for alcoholic beverages, sir. Man, maybe you should have stayed home. I'm not giving up on you, Cadbury. You're like this. Let's go to Humpy Wheeler's personal luxury suite. Are you sure this is all right with Humpy, sir? Hey, man, we're buds. See, it's right up there. You mean way up there, don't you, sir? All right, we'll take the elevator. Jeez Louise, like bringing my wife to the track. <laughs> So, what do you think of this, Cadbury? <laughs> Being a radio superstar has its advantages, huh? This, as they say, is more like it, sir. May I mix, sir, a cocktail while sir relaxes? Nah, I'll take a load off, Cadbury. I'll fix your drinks. Name your poison. Oh, no, no, nothing for me, sir. Alcohol has an adverse effect on me. I'll just make a pitcher of margaritas. Here you go, old boy. It won't kill you. Well, I must admit, they look... Rather refreshing. Well, perhaps just one, sir. Hey, hey, Cadbury, maybe you shouldn't chug it. Well, they're not really that strong, sir. <laughs> Put a head on that for me, would you, partner? Uh, sir. Hey, easy with that stuff, Cadbury. Does sir have a Sharpie marker handy? Yeah, here. Uh, what are you writing on that cardboard? I'm fitting in, sir. How about another pitcher of your delicious libation, sir? Do what? Make another pitcher of them there margaritas, sir. I say you've had enough. Are these windows open, sir? Uh, yeah, I guess. Hey, man, what's that sign you're holding up? Show me your bosom. Cadbury, get a hold of yourself. I'd rather get a hold of that baby doll in the red tube top, sir. Come on, baby, show me where your mama lives. <laughs> Cadbury, you're going to get us thrown out of here. Oh, let them try, sir. Jeff Gordon sucks. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, man, now look what you've done, Cadbury. We're really going to get it. Never fear, sir. I was Royal Navy boxing champion. Bid the ruffians enter. Don't open that door. Gentlemen, would you like a piece of me? Cadbury, no! Ah, <laughs> uh, so mm. we don't need to call Hoyt to no, ask how that no, went. No, Good morning. It's a big show on the radio here for a few more minutes. Ready to end the broadcast. Make way for the podcast. John Boy Miller's Late Risers podcast. Available at thebigshow.com, wherever you get your podcast.
That never got one before. Right there at uh, Apple Podcasts. A good mm. way to do it. All right. Wherever well. you get your podcast. That's it. I said if you had never had a podcast. Pay attention to me, man. Yeah. All right. <laughs> On this date <laughs> in 1884, the first long-distance telephone call was made from Boston to New York. Hello? Hello? <laughs> No, that was no time for sergeants. That was the first one that I saw as a oh, kid. Okay. Right. You know, that must have been a really booming business at one time. Remember all the TV ads they had oh, yeah. for you? Couldn't oh, turn yeah. Well, let's, let's go way back for this long-distance ad we had right here on The Big Show. Any old time when you're alone, don't get depressed, just pick up the phone. Hello? Hello. Uh, who is this? I don't have a maid. I just started work today. Oh, I just started work today. My wife's spending more of my money. Well, tell her I'm not coming back from the convention. As a matter of fact, tell her I'm running away with my secretary. We're moving to Canada, and I never want to see her again. You got that? Okay, hang on. Any old time you got the blues, pick up the phone and give them the news. Uh, hello, she ain't taking that news real well. She, what? She's getting her revolver at the top. Is this 555 Bet box is here. All your favorites from four decades of the big show. 99 cents each, 15 for 9.99. Buy them once, play them anywhere. Shop the bit box online right now at thebigshow.com. The Big Show Warehouse is chock full of JBB goodies, t-shirts, hats, and a whole lot more. Order some right now. Call 800 471 stuff Online services by Animink.com. Bye, y'all. Have a great rest of your Monday. We'll be back at it on tomorrow. We love you, and we mean it. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 